0: Love & Watches is a podcast for male and female watch lovers alike. Ranch Racer and Perpetual Girl are a watch-crazy husband-and-wife team dedicated to bringing you the latest and greatest in the world of watches. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, you fellow watch lovers. Welcome to the very first episode of Love & Watches. I am Ranch Racer.
1: And this is Perpetual Girl.
0: And we are super excited to be here with you guys. Uh, this, like I said, this is our first episode. We are brand new to podcasting, so you're going to have to, uh, excuse us as we f- kind of figure this out <laughs> over the first few episodes. So, uh, why another watch podcast? I, we know there's a bunch of watch, of watch podcasts out there and I actually listened to quite a few of them. I've been listening to, to them for years and, uh, really why we did this is there's really nothing out there for women, right? I mean.
1: Well there's a lot of watches for women.
0: There's there's watches for women, but there's in terms of podcasts and blogs, if you look at what's on, what's out there today, there's there's really not much for women. Right? It's it's geared towards men. And as as a married couple, I've been able to kind of watch you and kind of suffer through your you know, your frustrations with the fact that this market is really geared towards guys for the most part. There's a so. very
1: distinct separation between Men's watches and women's watches, where mechanicals are large and masculine, and there aren't smaller versions made all the time. I'm, right. I'm not saying it never happens, but.
0: At least until recently. Until recently. Yeah.
1: Or if it's a women's watch, it's got lots and lots of diamonds on it, and it's a quartz. So it's more <laughs> what I would consider jewelry or a fashion it's piece. Bling. Yeah. Right. It's, it's and and that. I have nothing against bling. A lot of women love bling. Um. Personally, that's not what I like all the time. So yeah. I tend to gravitate towards a men's watch, and have seen lots and lots of beautiful men's watches that are 44 millimeter, and it's just on a small person. it does work? Huge. And they're thick too. I mean, a lot they're of and they're heavy. Yeah, they're heavy.
0: So that's kind of why we're here. Uh, we we wanted to offer you guys not just another male focused you know perspective on watches, but we wanted to kind of give it to you from both sides. So you're going to get the the male perspective from me, and you're going to get the female perspective from Perpetual Girl. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about the format first. So our our format is we're, we'd love to do this every week. I think it's going to be more like every couple of weeks to start probably. Get so we're on, busy. Yeah, we have you know rail jobs and stuff, so uh, it'll probably be every couple of weeks to start with. We'll probably try to stick to around thirty minutes, although we might go a little bit over. We might go a little bit under. Today probably won't be thirty minutes because this is just just to tell us about to, or to tell you about the podcast and why we're doing this. So that's kind of what the what the format's going to be. Pretty much any watch related topic is going to be fair game. So we're going to talk about it all. So we kind of wanted to just give you guys a little background on us and why we're doing this. And we kind of told you why we're doing it, but who we are and what our backgrounds are. Um, I, you know, I started with watches really early on in life. I think, I think my first watch was like a little Timex manual wine mechanical that my folks gave me when I was maybe seven or eight years old. I don't have that one anymore, but actually I found one on eBay a couple of years ago. So It's not working. It's one of my many open watch projects sitting on my bench unfinished at the moment, but Mm -hmm. hopefully one of these days we'll get it done. So that was my first watch. And I I think, you know, through like grade school and junior high and high school, I, even college, I always kind of wore a watch. It was just part of your normal daily routine back then. And you know, it's just something you did. We didn't have cell phones. I think I got Mm -hmm. my first, I don't know about you PG, but I got my first cell phone when I was in college.
1: That's oh, probably, I was I was well out of college.
0: Yeah, you got some years on me so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we I mean, we always just kind of had watches, so but then, you know, as cell phones got popular like everybody else, eventually I stopped wearing a watch. I had the time on my cell phone and and I stopped wearing a watch and didn't really get back into it until maybe well, I really got back into it a, two or 3 years ago, but starting when we got married gosh, close to 20 years ago now, there was a website called One Sale A Day. Some of you guys might remember that. I think it's still around, but it's not even close to the same format. So uh, One Sale A Day had a watch section, and it was exactly that. I had one watch that they offered every day, and I started buying them. They were just kind of basic quartz watches. I mean, they were analog.
1: Mechanical also.
0: Yeah, there were some mechanicals in there. Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, there were some, mechan- not many. Most of them were quartz, but there was a couple of mechanicals in there. Uh, and then I really, really started getting heavy back into it two or three years ago. And our collection just kind of exploded. We started buying all different kinds of watches, which we'll talk about some of our podcasts. We'll, we're going to start covering our collections and what we have and why we have it. Uh, and by the way, we tend to be just buyers. We haven't sold anything <laughs> yet. Um, so anyway, that's my background. PG, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about why you well, started so to watch this? My
1: my first watch was a, a mechanical wind up Snoopy, and loved loved that one. And I've always had watches, always worn them, and always had multiple watches.
0: How old were you when you got that Snoopy? Oh, I was young. probably five. Yeah,
1: probably five years old from Woolworth. Yeah, and found one. I couldn't. I. I can't locate my original one, but I found one on eBay.
0: Good old eBay, and
1: actually found one at my local flea market, which was pretty that's right. surprising. Yeah, that's right. So I've got one for spare parts if I need it. Cause spare parts are always good. <laughs> um, but I, you know, my family was really into clocks. Uh, I'm not so much into clocks because I don't like them making noise all the time and trying to sleep through that.
0: Yeah, when I first met Perpetual Girl, and by the way in case you guys were wondering those are not our real names okay our parents weren't freaks they <laughs> named me ranch racer and my wife perpetual girl those are obviously our instagram mm-hmm. handles uh so you you might find out what our names are one of these days but right now we're just sticking with uh Double R and PG, so <laughs> sorry, I didn't. Uh, I didn't really mean to interrupt, but I just wanted That's to okay. tell the listeners that when we met and I went into your house, there were clocks everywhere and they were going off all the time. I mean, the grandfather clocks and the cuckoo clocks, and it was a little crazy. So maybe I
1: have post-traumatic stress might, from yeah, that. So, yeah. but I do like watches, and i I had them when we got married, and one of one of the first gifts you gave me was a small boulevard, very small, dainty quartz, which I still have and wear. But, um, what else?
0: Uh, That's probably it. I mean, you were kind of, you were a little bit more into watches than I I was was when we met. vintage,
1: especially vintage watches. Like the few years ago, I bought the Boliva Miss America, the old Art Deco, a a Miss America and a Miss Liberty, which are beautiful. Um,
0: Actually, this is all your fault now that I... I think so. Now that I think about it, because you got that and then we started, we went shopping for some Bulovas. Like when Mm -hmm. we really started getting back into this, we were buying some Bulova Quartz Mm -hmm. watches. So actually, yeah, this is all.
1: And you got me into dive watches and I love them.
0: Yep. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit about that today, Mm -hmm. actually. And we have all brands
1: um, of dive watches and some of my favorites are Invicta. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, that's not their cup of tea, but my motto is love what you buy and buy what you love and i got a really nice compliment on my instagram account from uh is it el salvador watch guy that sounds familiar he made a really nice comment about the the range of watches that i have you know from rolex to invicta and and i think that's uh i thought that was a really nice printer
0: in the background calibrating (laughs) if anyone was wondering really nice comment
1: so i i think that's kind of something that 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 um ranch racer and i want to point out is that we like all different price we don't range discriminate. Of, yeah we don't we discriminate do we and, wear everything and we have anything. quartzes and we have automatics and we have wind ups and yeah we okay. have our tastes of course
0: we got it all if you guys follow us on instagram um you'll know that we i mean we've we got everything from got like 50 dollar quartzes to we've got some rolexes and omegas and that kind of stuff too we just love it all and we're going to talk about it all. Uh, we we don't we do not discriminate against really any kind of watch. I've tried a couple times against Invicta, but I even own an Invicta. Mm-hmm.
1: We have a his and her. Yep. Don, I have a Donald that looks just like a Submariner, which I love, and I get a lot of compliments on it. Yep. And you have the Mickey larger yep. version of that. And
0: obviously, there was a reason we bought those, and we'll be covering that in another podcast. <laughs> but uh, so that's kind of where we are today. I started writing for. Some of you guys might know about the wristwatch review, uh, which is wristwatchreview.com. It's one of the oldest watch blogs on the internet. I think it was founded back in like 2004 by, by John Biggs. So I started, uh, when we get to our wrist check today, I'll talk a little bit more about that watch, but I started with a reader review many, many months ago, and then kind of joined the gang and started doing regular reviews uh, on the site. So, uh, so that's kind of, that's our background and who we are and there's probably a bunch of stuff that we forgot but i think we covered most of the important stuff when it comes to watches so uh so normally what we'll do with these podcasts uh, after you guys hear the really f- nice fancy intro with the the music and everything that i'm going to dub into this that hopefully you heard at the beginning of the podcast uh we'll we're going to kick it off with uh just kind of saying hi to everyone letting you know what we've been up to and then we'll do a regular wrist check. That seems to be uh, the right thing to do if you don't know what we're wearing or it doesn't make sense to do this, right? We're wearing a watch all the time. So I think uh, we're going to go ahead and let's do the wrist check, PG. Why don't you start?
1: Well, I'm wearing my Dan Henry 1970, and it's a 40 millimeter case. And this was actually a gift for my birthday. From 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 you. Yeah. And... I love it. It's, it's a, it's a beautiful watch and I I like Dan Henry's story and his, his story about his collection and why he makes the watches. So if you don't know anything about Dan Henry, you should check him out online. And, uh,
0: I think it's like Dan Henry collection is his, like his personal collection on Instagram, right? Right. And then he's got Dan Henry watches, but the collection is, is crazy. I mean, he's got hundreds, probably thousands of vintage watches. It's amazing.
1: It's got a inner rotating bezel and the the band of orange. All the colors loom, which I love loom. You'll learn that <laughs> I love loom because I like to wear a watch when I sleep so that I know what time it is to get up in the middle of the night. I can check. So loom doesn't suck. No, it's awesome. awesome. It's
0: awesome. We both love loom, and that's the 1970 diver, right?
1: This is the 1970, and it's, yeah, there's a 44 millimeter and a 40. This is the 40 that you had given me for my birthday it comes in a really nice small travel roll-up case that fits inside a hard plastic case so it's a it's a whole package thing it's great
0: and it's actually a really good example of kind of this the whole topic around the show because he had the 44 and you really liked it but i told you i'm like it's a 44 there's no you you can't pull off a 44 you have six and a half wrists. it looks kind of crazy so i mean as soon as i saw that 40 i i ordered it and Dan's awesome. He's, I mean, if you have any issues with your watch, he basically just says, I'm going to ship you a new one. So we had a, I think it was one of the first early runs of the 40 millimeter. There were some issues with the crystal, the Sapphire crystal production and and yours cracked. And mm-hmm. like another watch showed up a few days later. I mean, it was, <laughs> I emailed him, never heard anything. And then all of a sudden the new watch shows up. So he just, he really cares about customer service. So,
1: and I get um, compliments on this watch when I wear it. It's great great piece.
0: Well yeah, and it looks kind of vintage and but it's got the I think it's got a NH thirty the Seiko NH thirty five. So you have the date on there, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a cool watch. And the neat thing is I can wear it too. I've, we
1: have a toxic NATO yeah. strap on it.
0: Terry makes some killer straps.
1: Strap is a little bit long for me. It's a pretty big strap. Another good example, right? Where sometimes I feel like the ladies are left out. So a lot of times when you look at a NATO strap, you only have one choice in length. I
0: I know some of these, I know know he's like, some of his straps, he'll do custom lengths. So you just have to kind of look around, but you're starting to see that more. Mm -hmm. Uh, We ordered some straps, uh, Eric's originals that we're waiting for, and those are all custom. You just, you give her the, you give her your wrist size and she cuts them and makes them uh, to fit. So that's pretty cool. But anyway, I, I think Dan Henry, he's got an awesome collection of watches and the watches that he offers are super affordable, quartz and mechanical.
1: And Versions just, of old yeah, watches they, and, that were very expensive I in I their day. I
0: the version, but if you go into his collection, you'll find... You can see it. You will literally find the one that looks just like the 1970 Diver. I, I don't remember what it is. I'll have to... I'll put it in the show notes, but um, just super cool.
1: And what are you wearing today?
0: All right, we're done with yours? Mm-hmm. Okay so i am wearing the watch that kind of kicked it off for me in terms of being a a a blogger i guess a watch blogger and and writing reviews uh this is the it's called the helm curbury and it's a 42 millimeter diver really cool story i'm not going to get into the whole the whole story about how it was founded but definitely go check it out on helm watches this was his second i think this was matt's second uh release i'm looking here at this website Yeah, yes first one was the vanuatu which is also really cool but the kuraburi when i first saw it with the the one that i actually have is the black and orange bezel with the orange index markers and just really or the orange minute track and i just dug it i mean it's just a really really cool cool diver it is iso certified it's a full iso certified diver which which uh i know i know kuraburi is really proud of so this one is on a bracelet and it also came with I think it came with a black two bracelets. Oh, I ordered it se- I mm-hmm. ordered the Vanuatu bracelet with the end links and that's a five link. This is more of like your kind of a oyster style three mm-hmm. link. But the Vanuatu was a really nice five link and the just, five link is beautiful. Man, it fits so good. Actually now that I think about it, I might have to switch it out. It's very it's handsome just, it's a handsome super band. Cool. Yeah, and it had different end links, so I had to order the those end links. And actually he's just done a new release of the Curaburi. So
1: what diameter is that?
0: This is a 42, so Mm -hmm. it's, it's too big for you. You know, I think for you, 40 is max for a dive watch, 40 is kind of the max, you know, that looks good, but you wouldn't want to go bigger than your Dan Henry 40. But anyway, so this, this is ISO 6425 compliant. So if you do want to dive with it, I'm, I'm just a dust diver, like 90% of the you know, dive watch owners out there, but
1: But you like to swim.
0: I do like to swim. This one goes on the boat. So it, it comes in just kind of a black and white version. The one I have is the black and orange, which just I mean for me it just rocks it. I love orange on dive watches. It's really cool. And in his latest release he's got a blue and white. So that it's got kind of like the first fifteen minutes on the bezel are white with uh with blue index markers and then the rest of the bezel is blue with white numbering. And then a blue dial and it it looks pretty slick, but then I think kind of the, the one I would buy now, if I were going to buy it, it's the blue dial with blue and orange bezel. It just rocks it. It's pretty freaking awesome. I love that thing. I don't know. Might have to, might have to sell my black and orange and get a a blue and orange one of these days. It's cool. But so, yeah, anyway, and it came with a, it came with another NATO. I think it was black and orange stripe NATO. So yes. Yeah, Which looks so really nice it's a super cool watch I mean I actually wear it quite a bit it it's comfortable kind of goes with a lot I mean it's very sporty obviously it's a big thick beefy diver so it's not something you're gonna you know wear and let it slip under the cuff real nice but for going out on the boat or weekends or any kind of sporty activity I mm-hmm. mean it's it's awesome so all right so that's the wrist check uh, so what what do you guys have to look forward to so number one, uh, we're going to be really complete with our show notes. So we're going to put pics of the watches so you guys know what we're talking about. We will try to explain them, but uh, we'll put links to the watches that we talk about. Anything else we talk about, we'll put pics. Uh, you know, we really want to give you guys some good show notes to go with the show. But in terms of, like, future topics, please let us know. Let us know in the the podcast notes. You can hit us up on Instagram at that's the That's the... Instagram handle for the show. So that's L O V E the letter N watches all one word. So love and watches.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: we are going to have a website, which actually by the time this podcast, uh, is released, the website will be up and running. So you might actually be accessing this from the website. So it's be patient with us. It's going to be a slow building process. I'm, I'm not a web guy, so uh, it's going to take a while to build it up, but we have kind of a list of topics that we're going to go through with you guys one of the really exciting ones coming up in may i think right is wind up mm-hmm. so for those of you guys that don't know wind up is kind of a it's a micro bench brand show that's been around for two three years now that the Warren and wound guys put on it's been in new york we were stoked when they announced it was coming to san francisco this year because we're just a couple hours north of san francisco so we're going to be at Windup for at least the first day, if not both Saturday and Sunday. Actually, Friday I think it kicks off. It's a three-day, so we'll be there Saturday and Sunday. So uh, we'll be wandering around the show. So feel free to come up and say hi. Uh, I know you don't know what we look like, but you'll probably figure it out pretty quickly. <laughs> um, so we're going to be covering Windup, and then in I think it's the first weekend in June, we're going to be covering a show called Couture Time out in Vegas. And that's actually got several really cool brands. So some of the big ones like Oris and Tag, and we're gonna have Longines out there, Maurice Lacroix, a bunch of really cool brands. So
1: and there's also a Red Bar event, a Red Bar
0: National event, and that's kind of how we found out about this because we we hang out with the Red Bar Sacramento uh, chaps. They're all guys. Except- you're the first. I'm the only you're the girl, first woman, but uh, you're the trailblazer. So we're gonna hopefully <laughs> get more females in Sacramento Red Bar, but there's a national red bar meetup. So we're going to go out for that and I'll be able to cover the show at the same time for, for a wristwatch reviews. So that should be fun.
1: Something that I've noticed is that a lot of the men we've talked to, like with red bar, they wish their wives were into watches. So part of what I want to do is sort of introduce my perspective on watches. And I have a little bit different than the, the norm, you know, as far as a lot of the men's watches that I love, but I think I kind of have an idea of the psychology around women and watches, and maybe I can help shed light on that and get some of the men to introduce watches to their wives and maybe make it a hobby of theirs too.
0: do you think they take you seriously when they first meet you as a watch collector, or do you think they're just, I think, they so. think that you're just hanging out with me
1: um possibly think that I'm hanging out with you, but I think. People would look at me and think I just want something with a bunch of diamonds on it, which I don't.
0: Right, with a cheap quartz movement and like Mm -hmm. fifteen grand worth of right, which I don't. Gaudy diamonds on it,
1: because most women don't, you know. And I'm not saying this to be sexist, because I'm not sexist, but a lot of a lot of people in general don't know the difference between a quartz and an automatic to start. So, well,
0: yeah, most folks that aren't into watches don't have a clue. Right, they don't have a clue.
1: And I imagine a lot of women don't know the difference as well. I
0: mean, even when you're like buying a watch sometimes, you know, not like at a boutique or a authorized, you know, a high-end authorized dealer or something. But like, if you're shopping for Bulovas at Macy's and you say, I want to see a mechanical, they're going to kind they're, of give you a blank stare, they right? Do. They don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. They don't have any idea. But, and that's the whole thing with this podcast. I mean, not only is it like, we want to, we're hoping that more women are going to listen, right? Because we're going to be talking, mm-hmm. you're going to be talking a lot about the women's perspective on watches and how you feel about certain watches and where the market's going. I mean, I think we've kind of seen a, we're starting to see the industry put the brakes on the gigantic watches that we've seen for the last Mm -hmm. 10 years, right?
1: Well, and the industry assumes that women want X, Y, and Z only, which is not true. And they assume that women don't know a lot about watches.
0: Yeah. And, and that's actually, you know, we're hoping to start as, as the podcast grows, we're hoping to actually get some industry industry folks on the on the show to talk about that and you know it's i think it's clear when you look at some brands that the designs are all from guys right their their designers are male they have and their websites
1: have other products that are just all for men only yeah yeah
0: so that but i think that's starting to change i mean some of these big shows now and at Basel world i mean a lot of them are starting to have female executives and female representatives so i think it's it is starting to change and hopefully we can help kind of bring that out and get more female listeners and you know just for you guys like what like like uh, pg was saying for the guys out there that you know their wives maybe just or their girlfriends just tolerate you know maybe they're just tolerating your watch collecting habit because they don't know what's out there they don't understand that there are some actually really cool watches for women these days right mm-hmm. i mean you got companies like Oris that are coming out with 36 millimeter divers. I mean, that's awesome. That's, that's kind of the original size that divers used to be. Right. If you talk about like the. And brands like Tissot. Yeah.
1: Tissot makes beautiful women's automatics, small ones that look like they look like a, a a dressy quartz, like, like women wear.
0: Yeah. So guys listen to PG because (laughs) she's going to be able to help you get that perfect watch for your significant other. And maybe, get him into the hobby with you.
1: And you again, know? I'm not totally against quartz.
0: No, we'll t- we're going to talk. We, we have right. a ton of quartz. I mean, we're going to talk about it all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But the, I guess the whole point is we really just want to help open this up, this world up a little bit more to, to, uh, to women and, and learn as we learn and help the guys out there that don't really know how to, or to, how to shop. It, it's hard to shop for watches for for your significant other i mean even you and i that's that's pretty challenging because i have very specific taste you have very specific tastes, which i'm
1: learning though because i really knocked it out of the park at christmas and for your birthday
0: you did yeah with uh, with the turtle that was pretty awesome so we we are learning but a lot of guys out there i know they don't have a clue right They, you know they go out and they'll they'll buy something that's got some diamonds on it and looks fancy and you know we, we just we had a experience with some friends where he had to take it back because she just was not into it so mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's something that you learn and, and we're hoping that's something that, uh, that we can help you guys with. So I, I think that's it. I mean, we're actually coming up on 30 minutes here. We're about 25 minutes, so not too bad for our first one. So for the next one, we'll, uh, what do we do? Have we decided what we're covering in the next, the next should episode?
1: Should we, should we list out a, just a little sneak preview?
0: Well, Super we have brief. some options. So, I mean, we're obviously one of our first episodes is going to be like about his and hers watches. And we, you and I have like several our of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we'll go out and buy kind of the same watch in different sizes or from the same brand, but similar. And, uh, what else, uh, we've, so we just jotted some ideas down. So one, one of those ideas, what we just talked about is what do you buy for that? Someone that, you know, you kind of want to help bring along in the watch world mm-hmm. maybe you just want them to understand like for
1: a special gift why
0: you like it because we're kind of sick right all of us collect we're sick i mean we just keep <laughs> buying watches and it is a little bit of a disease and i'm sure a lot of you guys out there get a lot of grief about it so <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's something we're going to talk about we're going to have a bunch of i think what we call our collection parts so we'll have our collection part one part two part three where we'll just kind of go through and and talk about some of the watches that we have in our collections and so I think that's probably the biggest we talked about wind up and couture. Those will be separate shows. Maybe we'll even do some live Instagram video for you guys from the shows. So that'll just depend, I think, on how many followers we, we build up here in the next, you know, these are coming up. So like in the next month, so follow, follow love and watches. If you're following ranch racer or perpetual girl, get out there and find love and watches, follow us, tell your friends <laughs> repost. Get our show out there because we we actually we would love to be able to do some live stuff from the shows. So, so I think that's it.
1: It is. Yeah, it's going to be fun.
0: Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, gals. We uh, hopefully we got through this without too much uh, difficulty, and we look forward rookie. to. Yeah, too many <laughs> rookie rookies. mistakes. That's what that's what post processing for, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right, guys. Thanks. We uh, we uh, enjoyed it and are looking forward to the next one. Take care, everyone.
1: Bye bye.